Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to our journey through the book of Leviticus. Today is chapter 14. And just like we were talking about yesterday, kind of the hallmark of the book of Leviticus is skin diseases and mildew and stuff on your house, right? Those are the things that people think of if they think of anything when it comes to the book of Leviticus. And today is not a disappointment. We're going to look at more of that. Yesterday, we talked about how to discover if it's there. Today, it's what do you do if you find out that it is there, especially when it comes to skin diseases and also on someone's home. And that's very important. Now, nowadays, in the world we live in, the culture we live in, we go to the doctor if we have an issue. But they didn't have doctors. Closest thing to a doctor would be the priests. And they needed to know what to do. And so this is a training manual. If you remember, we've been saying this all along, is how to keep a nation free so that they can make it through this wilderness wanderings and make it into the you know, promised land and then from then on. And this was going to be something they were going to continue to have to keep a watch on. So God was interested in keeping them healthy, keeping them free. So this is very important, not necessarily because any of us listening to this are probably going to deal with any of these things, but to realize that if God is going to go through all of this to keep this nation free and clean, Think about the care that he takes with all of us and all the everyday things that we have to deal with. So just kind of a wink to go, if God takes care of them, he's going to take care of us too. So here we go. Leviticus chapter 14. We're going to make it through this together. I'm kind of going to try not to pause too many times and kind of gag or whatever, but it's going to be fine. We're going to make it. Here we go. If you have your Bibles and you want to read along with me, because I may get tripped up a couple times, chapter 14, verse 1. Here we go. And the Lord said to Moses, The following instructions are for those seeking ceremonial purification from a skin disease. Praise the Lord. Here we go. Those who have been healed must be brought to the priest who will examine them at the place outside the camp. If the priest finds that someone has been healed of a serious skin disease, he will perform a purification ceremony using two live birds that are ceremonially clean, a stick of cedar, some scarlet yarn, and a hyssop branch. The priest will order that one bird be slaughtered over a clay pot filled with fresh water. Then he will take the live bird and the cedar stick, the scarlet yarn, and the hyssop branch and dip them into the blood of the bird that was slaughtered over the fresh water. That's disgusting. (laughs) Verse 7, the priest will then sprinkle the blood of the dead bird seven times on the person who being purified of the skin disease. When the priest has purified the person, he will release the live bird in the open field to fly away. Verse 8. The persons being purified must then wash their clothes, shave off all of their hair, and bathe themselves in water. Then they will be ceremonially clean and may return to the camp. However, they must remain outside their tents for seven days. And on the seventh day, they, may, uh, they must again shave all the hair off their head, including all the hair of the beard and the eyebrows. They must also wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water then they will be ceremonially clean. You know, that's a real good day when all that's done. Verse 10, on the eighth day, each person being purified must bring two male lambs and one year old female lamb 
all with no defects, along with the grain offerings of six quarts of choice flour moistened with olive oil and a cup of olive oil. Then the officiating priest will present that person for purification along with the offerings before the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will take one of the male lambs and the olive oil and present them as a guilt offering, lifting them up as a special offering before the Lord. He will then slaughter the male lamb in the sacred area where sin offerings and burnt offerings are slaughtered. As with the sin offering, the guilt offering belongs to the priest. It is a most holy offering. The priest will then take some of the blood of the guilt offering and apply it to the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified. Then the priest will pour some of the olive oil into the palm of his own left hand. He will dip his right finger into the oil of his palm and sprinkle some of it with his finger seven times before the Lord. The priest will then apply some of the oil in his palm over the blood from the guilt offering that is on the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified. The priest will apply the oil remaining in his hand to the head of the person being purified. Through the process, through this process, the priest will purify the person before the Lord. Then the priest must present the sin offering to purify the person who has been cured of the skin disease. After that, the priest will slaughter the burnt offering and the offering and offer it on the altar along with the grain offering. Through this process, the priest will purify the person who is healed, and the person will become ceremonially clean. But if anyone is too poor and cannot afford these offerings, they may bring one male lamb for a guilt offering to be lifted up as a special offering for purification. The person must also bring two quarts of flour moistened with olive oil for the grain offering and a cup of olive oil. The offering must also include two turtle doves or two young pigeons, whichever the person can afford. One of the pair must be used for the sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. On the eighth day of the purification ceremony, the person being purified must bring the offerings to the priest in the Lord's presence at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will take the lamb for the guilt offering along with the olive oil and lift them up as a special offering to the Lord. Then the priest will slaughter the lamb for the guilt offering. He will take some of its blood and apply it to the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right foot of each person being purified. Almost finished with this section. Let's keep going. The priest will also pour some of the olive oil into the palm of his own left hand. He will dip his right finger into the oil of his palm and sprinkle it seven times before the Lord. The priest will then apply some of the oil in his palm over the blood from the guilt offering that is on the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified. The priest will apply the oil, uh, the remaining oil, in his hands to the head of the person being purified. Through this process, the priest will purify this person before the Lord. Verse 30, Then the priest will offer two turtle doves and two young pigeons, whichever the person can afford. One of them is for a sin offering, and the other is for a burnt offering, to be presented along with the grain offering. Through this process, the priest will purify the person before the Lord. These are the instructions for purification for those who have recovered from a serious skin disease, but who cannot afford to bring normal offerings or offerings normally required for the ceremony of purification. So, as we just got through reading, God is very particular in how he wants to do this because this is a celebration. The things that they are doing, this is somebody who is better now. 
You know, it would just imagine you were having a special birthday party or just maybe even be more specific. Let's say that you had cancer or you had something and now you're in remission and people want to throw you a party. That'd be amazing. And so that's what God is doing is he's saying, man, when you are better now, this is how you can celebrate properly. And so it's a wonderful moment. All right. Now for another wonderful moment, let's read verse 33 through verse 57 about the treatment of contaminated houses. Praise the Lord for modern technology. As we are reading this, this is a wonderful opportunity to remember that we don't have to mess with this because now we have things that can take care of such as this. Okay, here we go. The Lord's going to talk a lot more about this thing. Verse 33. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, when you arrive in Canaan, the land I am giving you as your own possession, I may contaminate some of the houses in your land with mildew. The owner of such house must then go to the priest and say, it appears that my house has some kind of mildew. Before the priest goes in to inspect that house, (laughs) I want to say he must glove up and get all kinds of, no, no, that's not what it says. He must have the house emptied so nothing inside will be pronounced ceremonially unclean. Pause. You know how nice that is? It's like, hey, look, if this place is unclean, I'm going to have to burn it down. So please get your grandma's pictures out of there. Get, get the expensive china out of there, please. Okay. All right. So verse 37. Then the priest will go in and examine the mildew on the walls. If he finds greenish or reddish streaks in the contamination and appears to go deeper than the wall surface, the priest will step out of, outside the door and put that house in quarantine for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest must return for another inspection. If he finds the mildew on the walls of the house of spread, the priest must order that the stones from these areas be removed. The contaminated material will be taken outside the town of the, to a designated area because it is ceremonially unclean. Verse 41. Next inside walls, the, next the inside walls of the entire house must be scraped thoroughly and the scrapings dumped in the unclean place outside of town. Other stones will be brought in to replace the ones that were removed and the house will be replastered. Pause, by the way. Isn't that actually a good thing? That God is, is ordering Moses and Aaron, hey, look, if this happens, this is not their fault. So, yes, you're going to have to destroy their house, but build them another one back. Isn't that a great thing that God does that? All right, verse 43. But if the mildew appears, reappears after all the stones have been replaced and the house has been scraped and replastered, the priest must return and inspect that house again. And if he finds that the mildew has spread, the walls are clearly contaminated with a serious mildew, the house is defiled. It must be torn down. All of its stones, timbers, and plaster must be carried out of town to the place designated designated as ceremonially unclean. Those who enter that house during the period of quarantine will be ceremonially unclean until evening, and all who sleep or eat in that house must wash their clothes. Verse 48, almost finished. But if the priest returns uh, for his inspection and finds that the mildew has not reappeared in the house after fresh, the fresh plastering, he will pronounce it clean because the mildew is clearly gone. To purify the house, the priest must take two birds, a stick of cedar, some scarlet yarn, and a hyssop branch. He will slaughter one of the birds over a clay pot filled with fresh water. He will take the cedar stick, the hyssop branch, the scarlet yarn, and the live bird and dip them into the blood of the slaughtered bird and into the fresh water. You know that poor live bird. He's like scarred for life after this, right? Then he will sprinkle the house seven times. When the priest has purified the house in exactly this way, he will release the live bird in the open field outside of the town. Through this process, the priest will purify the house and it will be ceremonially clean. Pause. You know that bird that got set free. 
He deserves it at this point. Having to watch all this, he's like, man, look, I'm out of here. I've, I've, I've done my bit, all right? <laughs> Verse 54, these are the instructions dealing with serious skin diseases, including scabby sores, the mildew, whether in clothing or in a house, and a swelling on the skin, a rash, a disc, or a discolored skin. This procedure will determine whether a person or object is ceremonially clean or unclean. These are the instructions regarding skin diseases and mildew. So, wow, that's a lot, right? And there's a lot of detail there. But once again, remember, this is how God is keeping this nation free, is by just saying, hey, this is it. This is what it is, and we're going to fix it. And we're going to help you rebuild if we have to tear it down. And I love that about what God's Word is saying is, is that, look, if we got to do this thing, we're going to fix it. But we want to keep you safe. We want to keep you clean. And if God did that to them, how much more does He do that to us today? So I want to know down in the comments below, how does God take care of you? How have you noticed sometimes that through maybe a process or through something, God is still taking care of you in amazing ways? I think it's great to, to always be thankful, okay? All right, that's all for Leviticus chapter 14. I will see you next time for Leviticus chapter 15.